1: Alright, what's going on guys? Welcome back to Pure Evil MMA. Big episode, episode number 200 here. So I thought it would be perfect to bring two guests that you guys have seen before here on Pure Evil MMA. We got Harrison Adamo and Harris Bonfiglio. And I think it's so crazy, because originally when I first heard of you two... I was like, how is there two Harris names like at the same gym? Do you guys get like confused a lot Like at, when you know new members come to the gym? They're like,
0: I oh, thought uh, I
1: trained with Harrison yesterday. I'm
0: like, no, I'm bit. Harris. Yes. <laughs> yes. It happened a lot? A lot. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to say definitely it happens a lot. It's yeah. funny. Especially when Andrew starts calling her name. We're both like, we look. Like who? And then, <laughs> we, he's yelling at one of us. And then it's like, who's he yelling at? One of, Which one?
1: It's so crazy, man. Because you were just saying that every time that you're here, like, originally we did the car cast, which was pretty cool. Now it's episode number 200, which is a really big deal for us here at Pure Evil in May. We have so much to talk about on today's episode. So subscribe down below here on YouTube, whether you're watching on iTunes or listening to iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify. I really appreciate it. This is a huge milestone for us, and we have so much to talk about. So let's start with last night. Now, I don't really want to talk too much about fighting. I really want to, you know, get into some, you know, current events and get some of your... Ideas on some of the things that have been going around in this scene, but Cain Velasquez, we were just talking about before we went live He's only 36 years old The fight last night. What did you guys see like even if you saw the highlight? Did you see an uppercut land? Did you see his knees buckle? What did you see? What was your original seemed like, reaction
2: seemed like more like he was ducking He might have got hit maybe a little bit behind the head um, Maybe like it looked like maybe the neck or the top of the head. It was hard to see it happened so fast, but um, It looked like he was trying to slip and kind of his feet kind of slipped out from under him and then he was trying to get back up and as he got back up it looked like his knee buckled and
1: it was pretty you know. brutal cuz it was like a, they did a split but I was like looking at it frame by frame and the one thing that we were all nervous about is that first round with Fred Ngannou. I yeah. think that's why it makes it so exciting even if he's on like a 3-4 fight losing streak, you're still worried in that first round no matter who it's against. Yeah. But the issue here was going in for that takedown. You guys worry about that a lot? Like, if you're going up against a big puncher, like...
0: Yeah, it looked like, Francis, I mean, I, this is something you could only tell when you're in there. It looked like when Kane went down, it looked like he lifted him up. Yeah. looked like he, you know, like, he looked, it definitely looked like he practiced that thousands of times for when he shoots in for the takedown to get that underhook and jacket. Yeah. And that's what it looked like. You, they kept showing in slow motion, which probably doesn't give good justice, but... Well, like
1: if you get knocked out, wouldn't you think especially by Francis? Like one thing that I was like, maybe, maybe it wasn't the uppercut because he was fully conscious and like fully aware. Yeah,
2: I wouldn't call it a knockout. That wasn't a knockout. Yeah, it's not like he was out. I mean, he might have got clipped, got his bell wrong, but not a knockout. I I thought he got
0: classified as a knockout. Yeah, I thought he got knocked out, but he didn't because when they showed it a couple times, he definitely something happened to his knee, but he definitely got. Hit a couple with some hammer fists at the end. You if know, there's like, an
1: injury like that, like yeah. you were just saying, like should it be considered a TKO or like should it just be...
2: Yeah, it should be more like a technical knockout. Like, you know, the guy, you know, the ref, it should be referee stoppage or something like that. It shouldn't be classified as a knockout because he didn't get, like, knocked out cold. Like, the knockout to me is you're out freaking cold. You yeah, well, I mean? you
1: know, he's, we were, we were saying he's 36 years old. We're all worried about him making the comeback. I mean... But one thing that people don't realize, and you guys may know this, when you're helping somebody get ready, especially DC, you're still pretty active, right? Even though you're out for three years, you're still pretty active, like, being the main training partner for a yeah. world champion, right? Yeah.
2: Well, I think he was just, what, he was just wasn't fighting because he was letting uh, um, DC have that yeah. division. Yeah, yeah, that was so... another reason.
1: Well, it's almost three years. The last time he fought was UFC 200. And he looked good. Even last night, he was throwing a couple of kicks. So, you know, moving forward with this, I mean, where does this put Francis Stingano? Because... People are saying Steep A rematch. People are saying,
2: uh, have, "Have him
1: fight DC," which I would. I would like that.
2: Uh, I would definitely either like to see him fight DC or Steep A again. I want the Steep A rematch. Yeah, I was, just because his, his wrestling
0: defense got so exposed, yeah. and then you know, he fought. What's that guy's name? Curtis Blades. Yeah, in the yeah, rematch, he was a, he was a oh, good college right. wrestler. They said, and you know, and he yeah,
1: he know. collapsed in there too. Like, he collapsed Curtis. I interviewed Curtis after they had that first fight. He was so hungry to try to get that rematch. Yeah. And then he got Francis right back on the bicycle. Here's another thing that I think is really funny about the MMA scene, and you guys can totally relate to this. Originally, when Francis was on the come-up, that knockout that he had of of Overeem,
2: yeah.
1: everyone jumped on board for Francis Ngannou. Like, everyone was the biggest fan. they, they could. I even yeah. saw him being, you know, the world champion. I thought he was going to beat Stipe. But once he... Went in there against Stipe. See, I called that one. I called that one. I say he's going to be exposed with the wrestling. It, it's so crazy though. Like when you have Dana White sitting there, and he's like, oh, "This guy hits harder than a Porsche, three hundred horsepower, or or whatever." Your ego is going to inflate. It's like a drug when he says that, yeah. right? Yeah. When he loses, oh, this guy's so tough to deal with at the gym. He doesn't listen. Like, it's so crazy how people just go from. Uh, side A to side B with somebody. Mm-hmm. So, this is a big win for him, but yeah. it's kind of weird. I don't think he deserves
2: a title shot. No, nah, I don't think he deserves a title shot. I think he has to, because, I mean, he lost some, like, really weird fights. Um, like, the Stipe loss, and then, uh, who was the other one? Um, was it Lewis that he fought? I, I forgot. Derek Lewis, oh, Lewis. yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, it was the worst fight, too. Yeah, it was the worst Nothing fight. So, I that. think, I mean, I think he should fight one more time. Maybe a Stipe <laughs> rematch, and then whoever wins that fights DC. That. Um, that's what I think should happen, but, you know, I'm not the matchmaker. (laughs) All right,
1: let's switch gears here. Bellator, just here in Connecticut. Mikey Kimball, and you you guys know him very well. You actually have a win over him, correct? Yep. Uh, were you a little worried that, you know, he was getting too much exposure, and maybe it was a little bit too soon? Because I love Mike. Mike, I know you're probably watching or listening to the podcast right now for this clip, man, and there's so much respect towards you, but his opponent, you know, Tough guy, really tough guy. We're all yeah. very familiar with both those guys. I hope
2: to eventually, you don't know, fight him. Well, you know, that's you know, I, I really want to test myself against some good guys.
1: Well, I was talking mm-hmm. to Andrew about this, and he was saying, you know, you don't want to jump into Bellator too soon.
2: Yeah, right? So That's where I think maybe he screwed up a little bit because I mean, he's so young. I mean, what is he, 21, 22?
1: Very young. Yeah. Yeah. So like that.
2: I mean, he probably. Sh- I mean, I understand you want to you know sign your name to a big organization really quick. But, I mean, he's got some learning to do when it comes to the grappling game. Um, he's a really good striker. You know, I can't take that away from him. Um, but uh, I think he should, you know, maybe fight on some smaller cards like Premier, you know. Because um, he has two something. fights, two
1: professional fights. Right now, like, uh, you know, going to a main card, getting all that exposure, it's got to be a lot of pressure, right? Yeah, I mean, it must be. I mean, he's on the main card. It's, it's you know? got to be ridiculous. Like, what would you do if? If you guys were in that situation, we'll, we'll start with uh, we'll start with you know even just the prelims, you know, being on that like we saw Jesse do. Yeah. You know that that that's a good way to go. Then you get a couple of knockouts and they want to push you, and I think that's where it gets a little dangerous.
2: Yeah. See, that's where you have to take a step back and put your ego aside. Yeah. Well, and your, your team and coaches and yeah. all you got to find. I mean,
0: yeah. Like you said, you want. I'm sure sign.
2: he'll come back and you know he'll you know do well, but. Uh, I think he's got to take a step back and maybe try to get on some smaller shows. I I just don't think it's a good idea to sign your name and then you're only contracted to fight for them. Yeah. You got to be able to go on smaller shows and fight some scrubs to kind of get, uh, you know, used to being in there and get into some positions that you're not used to.
1: And and that's the thing, man. Like so many people don't understand what it's like for a fighter to deal with a loss. How, how, How do you deal with that? Because you have all that pressure on you. Then it hits you like that. I know that, You go into a fight, you're either going to win or you're going to lose. But, you know, how how do you deal with that and come back mentally the same?
2: Well, you know, I've dealt with some hard losses. um, But, you know, sometimes it's like one of the best things that ever happen to you is when you lose because you reevaluate everything. You see what you did wrong. You see what you did right. And you'll learn from it. And you see, okay, I have to work really hard in this area. Um, And uh, it just makes you reevaluate everything and – it sometimes could be like the biggest blessing.
1: Well, you actually have, have a fight coming up, right? Yes. And what about you? You, what do you got going on? You're coming uh, off a
0: win, correct? Yeah, I'm coming off a win, and
2: uh, the uh,
1: Triangle was that? Was that it, or the Downtown? No, I,
0: I finished with a Renegade choke. Renegade choke. Yeah. Ooh. Um, back in June, but uh, I was, I was kind of dealing with some injuries, training with them, and then like I decided in November that like, you know, let me, because I was, I, I thought I was training like half ass. And I was like, I- I'm not a half not a half-assed fighter. I'm not a half-assed. Fighter. I don't do that. So, so let me take some time off and, you know, and get Everybody my body has. right, and and then we'll we'll pick it back up when I can. And I'm almost there. I, I f- I'm feeling good now. I just kind of, you know, I'm, I'm doing the typical. I've Got life issues, but you know, I, I just got oh, a I new job. I want to talk about that too. I just got a new job. I'm I'm working on it. So once I get accustomed to this new schedule, man, I'm coming back and I'm coming back to take everyone's head off
1: (laughs) well i was i was going to kind of compare like we just saw jimmy rivera go in there last night and you know jimmy's been on the show a a couple of times but it just seemed like something was wrong and i I like asking fighters this all the time like it's such a selfish but as much as it's a team sport it's really selfish where it's like these little distractions if you have a girlfriend or you're around you know a a group of friends that you used to hang out with in high school that you kind of outgrown but Mm -hmm. you're still trying to maintain friendships how much does that really affect you you know, during the camp and, and during a fight.
0: Well, I cut everybody off. Yeah, I think it's different for everybody, but yeah, I'm... I'm, yeah. I'm you, yeah, you got to be like that, us, right? 100%. You guys have girlfriends? No. 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 Nope.
1: Lonely Valentine's Day, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just another day. But that's the thing about fighting. you got to be self if you want to make yeah. it. Because listen, it's so hard to make it. It's yeah. so hard to make it in, inside this sport. You really have to be your own self-promoter and you have one bad performance or one thing that's going wrong, and then you know your girlfriend's yelling at you, you're inside the cage, all these lights are on you, then you lose. It could be devastating, man. People yep. will give up it in, in times like that. Yeah. Yep. It's definitely, you got to be focused 100%. Yeah, it comes down to mental
2: toughness.
1: So what did you guys do at the gym for, for Valentine's Day? Anything special? Beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of being lonely. <laughs> man. I, I really don't care. Well, you know what? Your family, your girlfriend, your significant other really is your gym, right? Like people are always saying, is MMA a team sport? So I'm going to ask both of you and both of you guys answer this. Is MMA a team sport or is it, you know? It's both.
2: It's both. Uh, I mean, it's a team sport in the aspect that they help you get ready. I mean, you can't get ready by yourself punching a bag. But then it's an individual sport when you get in there. It's just you with your opponent and you have to figure it out. And it's on you. And then when you come to your corner, you're – your coach can just give you advice, and it's up to you to. How much are you it. hearing the corner yell when you're in there? Can you- Sometimes, like like my last fight uh, when I fought at Mohegan, um, mm. I heard Andrew when I was on the ground uh, just saying, like, hold position, hold position, you know, get them out, um, just secure it. I-, I heard him saying that, and then. I could imagine it's so hectic, though, right? Oh, yeah, because, I mean, you hear the whole crowd. I mean, you can hear them yelling, but it's it's sometimes it gets overshadowed by the uh, by the crowd. Yeah, I get I get certain people who I'm I, I know
0: I'm gonna be able to hear in my corner. So.
1: <laughs> it's like Eddie Alvarez's girlfriend, no matter where she's sitting, you always hear Eddie, Eddie. Yeah. But it, it, it's crazy. And so do you think it's a, it's a team sport as much as because another thing is like people don't understand how committed fighters are to their gym, and it, it, it's so dramatic when somebody leaves or even cross-training and stuff like that. So is it a team sport? Like, should you be
0: too connected to your team? Because, you know, loyalty is very important, obviously. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a team sport. I mean, you got strategies, you got game plans. Then people say, oh, the game plan goes out the window once you get punched in the face, which is true, it's whatever. True. But I had a good game plan my last fight, and I wanted to bring him up against the fence, take his ass down against the fence where my team was. And then I'll listen to my team. Dude, when that happens, exactly you panic.
1: Like you, you said, that's true. I kind of feel like that. Like we kind of saw it in Chris Cyborg versus Amanda Nunes, where yeah. she got hit, and then Cyborg so was like, no, I'm not having this. Kind of threw the yeah. game plan out the window. And yeah. It's more like
2: ego took over right then and there. It was like all technique went out the window and just kind of ego took over. Is that yeah, a bit? That, that's what it seemed like. I mean, it's different than being in there, of course, but you never but, know. She could have got whacked and then just went in the fight mode.
1: So it is, it is real. When you get hit sometimes, you just forget everything that you've been working on. and It depends on how hard you've been cracked.
2: You know, sometimes you get cracked and you just forget where you are. And it's just, yep. you go back to your basic instincts, throw a punch, you know, shoot yeah. it for a takedown, whatever it is.
1: How frustrating is that? Like, if you guys are courting somebody and you see something like that happen, knowing that, oh, shit, I, this has happened to me before. Like, how do, you, how do you come back from it? Like, how do you not make that happen? Is it just, you know,
0: being more experienced? Well, like,
2: Staying calm. Yeah. Staying calm. That's good being more yeah. experienced. Uh, it's yeah, gotta be stay- so easy to be overwhelmed. Like, you right? gotta
0: you gotta I mean the only way to do it is get in there, but you gotta you gotta have that relaxation point at, yeah. at some at some point in fights, you know,
2: it's yeah. I wanna say like my last fight was probably the most relaxed I've ever been. Like it felt like I was like in the gym like about the spar.
1: Well I can imagine, like getting ready for the fight is a fight itself. Getting to the arena is a fight itself, making the walkout's a fight itself. Finally when you feel more comfortable with that and it's kinda second hand you're going to feel more relaxed. You're going yeah, to...
2: It gets easier. It gets... Well, I mean, not that the fight gets easier, but just doing it gets easier. Yeah. Getting in the moment gets easier. Getting to flow state gets easier.
1: Right, and that's why, like, going back to the Mikey Kimball thing, it's like, you think all that can get to you really quick. Like, going yeah. from regular to having all the so pressure. He looks
2: him. pretty big. Like, I mean, he might... I don't know, maybe he cut too much weight. You know, maybe he has to go up to 145, maybe. I mean, he looks pretty big. Well,
1: yeah, he's he's so young your body's gonna grow and grow
2: yeah I mean you sh- I, I mean I saw him in those pictures uh next to uh, Jesse Kazakowski a little bigger than Jesse oh my god Jesse uh, got yeah. the win
1: Jesse's gonna be calling in in a, in a, in a two hours here on um, pure evil I mean, it's, it's Justin Sutner got the win yeah, yeah as well' got, it's, it's, how awesome is that when you see your guys do well especially over on the East Coast because last year was tough for us here on the East Coast between Nick and have you guys talked to Nick uh you guys talked to Nick at all No. Just really. kind of keep distant. what about Justin
0: you guys talked to Justin um, Sutner? No. No. More on the social media side, yeah. you know. Yeah. You know, what's up and I, I think you talk to them more, yeah. more than I do. More so on. you're actually doing grappling
1: too as well, right? You're just coming first me? Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh yeah, uh, I competed back in uh what was it? Uh, June, I think it was. Not not June. Might have been what Because was, I know Marissa was doing was boxing
1: like yeah. is that something that uh, you you've really been tried really to...
2: yeah, cuz I have good striking. I've been really trying to really work my my grappling. Um trying to push that more in fights so yeah our, we're, our, our team is always
0: encouraged to do the scrappling tournament man. you know it was grappling naga's coming up and well, hope and
1: improve on certain little areas oh yeah
0: we're always encouraged to do the grappling tournaments he's not letting us fight unless we he he wants us to have some boxing fights and you know you, you, you that's the point it's mixed martial we're seeing arts that was yuri right now right yeah. we're seeing yuri actually be really successful everybody's doing it all we we want we want to we want to do mixed martial arts and then you want to get in the cage and yeah. actually fight mixed martial arts You know you want to do grappling, you know for a couple months and you want to do boxing some boxing fights and or kickboxing fights Whatever it is, but you got to do all that stuff man before you jump in a cage
2: It's yeah. that is experience of doing uh, whatever the aspect is like whether it's just grappling just specifically grappling or specifically stri- Striking that really helps you when you go when you go to MMA
1: so, like, Marissa, like, she just made her debut. I was actually there for her debut. Looks amazing. Uh, how do you know when you're ready? Like, for Marissa, did you guys see a change? Your,
2: your coach tells you. Um, Andrew, like, he thought I was ready to fight professionally. I think he just sees the way you're training in the gym, yeah. how you look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then goes from there. You know, maybe you're not making the same mistakes as you were. Yeah. You know, because I mean, like my last amateur fight was a loss, and then he wanted me to go pro. So it was, were you worried about that? I was a little reluctant, but that's I mean, where the mental felt, aspect comes in. Yeah, he felt yeah. confident in me, so that's all I need. So I felt confident in myself. Yeah.
1: So you know what, guys? I got I gotta say, bad judging in MMA is another thing. What What do you think could be changed with like the judging? Do you think they should be ringside? Do you think they should be backstage somewhere because when you're a pro it's going to affect your record a lot
2: like there's no going back to a, a no one 0 record I think you have to actually have judges that actually know what MMA is first of all I mean sometimes you get judges that only judge like boxing and so how would have you, no
1: clue what, what to would take down what qualify you for a
2: judge? Um, I would say you have to have some at least an amateur background or you know a couple of professional fights I'd say like get some you know maybe retired MMA fighters to judge it you know,
1: because um, when you're ringside, you can be persuaded by the fans that are screaming in your ear. Yeah. Or you don't even like when I'm the press row. It's so hard to see so much. You know what I mean? Like you can only yeah. see so much. Even if the judges are all spread out, maybe that's why you see you know scoring all over the place. Now, I just had Max Griffin on their show last week who we fought down in Brazil, and and a fight that he, I thought he clearly won. Going down to Brazil, you see that a lot down there as well. Where it's like, why why do fighters still do that? Like. Why are you going down to Brazil to fight a Brazilian fighter when you know if it goes to decision,
2: you're gonna lose. You're
1: gonna lose. Yeah. You know, even Ali uh, Aziz won't let his fighters do it.
2: You know what I mean? Like, what does that say?
1: Yeah.
2: I don't know. There, there's something's got to be changed with yeah. that, but I don't. I don't know
0: if it ever will. Could have went either way for the the Paul Daly versus Michael Venom. Oh my
1: god! Did yeah. you guys watch Could've... that? Yes.
2: I thought Paul Daly actually. Won I thought that. Paul Daly won. Yeah, because I mean he took him down more so, but. Yeah. Again.
1: That was a fight that should have been over in the UK. People were saying, but yeah, it should have definitely. You know what I thought was weird? Like for for listeners out there that aren't aware, like people kind of like to rag on Bellator about going to Mohegan because of the Indian reservation, but they're doing drug testing. I heard. Yeah. They, yeah. They,
2: they, they, that's not normal, right? They usually don't do that. Um, like you can get away I, with a I, I feel like they're they're really pushing it now. Um I know they make you we re- uh weigh in twice now. Really? Commission. Yeah, I had a reway in uh my last three fights at league and Sun I had a reway in. Wow Oh For yeah. What? yeah, they they're the night of the fight to make sure that you didn't gain too much weight so you didn't cut. You it's know, that been much. a rule, but now they're just enforcing it. You, you know, know what I mean? You they only allowed always say like, it's like been a, a rule but... ten or eleven percent gain. Really? Yeah. yeah. So let's say you cut to 125.
1: How much weight are you really getting? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Well,
2: 125. Like, yeah. So like my last fight, I cut to 120, or no, two fights ago, I cut to 125. Yeah. And I was only allowed to weigh in max 137. I knew it was like, over like 138 pounds, or something. Like you can't gain more. Yeah. How, do you, how the hell do you gain that? Is it mostly water, right? Yeah, yeah water. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's why I went up a, a weight class to Bantamweight. I, I feel stronger. I'm not cutting as much. You know, I had to cut, like, 20, 25 pounds just to be able to make 125. So I'm naturally, like, walking around close to 150. And so it was, like, it was a lot of weight to cut. And mm-hmm. I was killing myself, and I felt weak being out there. What do you do to gain that weight back? PLA, and you eat just carbs. And just it, depends carbs, how you carbs, got, carbs. it depends how you got the
0: weight off. Yeah. That, that's that's a big it – it, however, yeah. you, if you got the weight off easy, then – but if you're. Well, if I know for you, yourself, you love
1: cooking. You love doing all that. Like, yeah, even yeah. the the shakes that I see that you make with like all the uh, vegetables. Yep. It looks disgusting. Yeah. But I was talking with McSweeney about it. He was like, you can't eat that much. So it's better to you know, blend it all together that way. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm, I'm big on that stuff. Yep. Could you see yourself? Like, I, this is a question I got for both of you guys. 10 years from right now, where do you see yourself? I, I, if you continue in MMA, would you guys like to do you know, open your own gym? Would you like to, you know, do something like Mike Dolce did where, you know, he makes a diet and he goes and helps fighters prepare for fights? Where do you guys see yourself 10 years from now?
2: I definitely uh, see myself, uh, <laughs> well, let's see, 10 years from now. You, I can see I'll, definitely I'll, teaching. I'll still be. You're going to be a cop. I'll, I'll, well, I'll on, still here. be <laughs> fighting. I'll still be fighting, hopefully. Uh, but I, uh, you know, I'll probably be towards the end of my career. But um, hopefully I'll you be teaching. in UFC. Uh, fight for a title or defend my title. <laughs> Fingers crossed. But uh, I definitely see myself being a coach.
1: Ooh, yeah. what, what, what about
0: you? I, Ten years.
2: I, I like that thing you said about the Dolce. I can see you that. I know that. for
0: a fact I can help people definitely get weight off the right way and everything. I just need some help on how to persuade it and market it and stuff like that because I'm just not good on, like, the social media Ten stuff. years
1: from now, you're going to be a master but, at it. As a fighter, like, we always talk about this fighters have to promote themselves so much imagine what it's gonna be like in 10 years of social media like, oh, God. I, I can't even I can't even imagine like instantaneous it. <laughs> like it's already instantaneous but it's gonna be even worse it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be absolutely crazy yeah. so moving forward man uh, I gotta ask you when is this upcoming fight that you got
2: uh well I have two upcoming fights. I have March 16th uh, for for um, Ammo. Ammo. We got a bunch of guys on that car. Bill Vigil,
1: man. Yeah. That's the
0: Bill. He's been here in studio as well. Great guy. Yeah, yeah Bill's a good dude, man. I, I fought on his first ammo yeah. show ever. Mikey Kimball yep. did too, yep. right? Yep. Mike Kimball was on it. He was the fight before me, front kicking the shit out of some guy's face. And every and everybody, you know, my whole family was like, that guy just almost killed someone. <laughs> but
1: So you're going to be at the ammo big E uh, out in Massachusetts. Yeah, March 16th. And grappling, MMA? It's MMA, it's gonna be my second pro fight. Oh nice, so right now where are you at in fight camp? Like, where are you working on? Um, schedule I mean, like? well
2: my schedule, I'm training at least three to four hours daily. Cause you're going to the gym after this, right? Are you guys yeah, going to Yeah, later at night. Um, right. Go in at like, gotta be there before six and then train from six to about nine, nine thirty.
1: Now I gotta ask you guys, since it's like snowing out, one thing I, I uh, think is kinda crazy, Going through the different seasons, can you guys
0: feel that affecting your body? Like, when it's cold, you have a little harder time. Like Yeah,
2: it, t- t- it takes
0: a little bit more of a warm-up. Yeah, a I've, warm I've, had to, you know, I've had to miss training sessions because the gym closes because of the snow and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, But, yeah. yeah, I've fought all seasons. You know, I've definitely fought all yeah. seasons. Well, Make like, their, they show the
1: old videos of the boxers going out in the middle of the snow running. Yeah. That can't be that healthy for you. You're going to catch a cold or, you know what I mean? Yeah. It can't be yeah. that good.
2: Yeah. It, it, it's different, but... You definitely won't see me out there running in the snow. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. yeah. It's
0: got to be easier in the summer now that I think of it. Yeah. You're, like, sweating even more. or Easier to cut weight. Yeah, it, it, that's yeah. what it is. If you want to cut weight better, summer's the way to go. But So on a really but serious, you serious get, note, take what you
1: get. this is going to be uh, – you don't have to answer this question if you don't want to. The Greg Hardy coming into the UFC, Where do you? how do you feel about that? Because, like, for me personally, it's hard to root for somebody – that's been arrested for domestic violence? Like, h- how do you root for somebody in MMA and, and pretty much root for them
0: to be violent? You know what I mean? Or, where do you guys stand for that? Should that be allowed? My take is I really haven't followed that story much. I yeah. don't know anything about the guy except that he, I think he played football.
1: Yeah, uh, for the Giants or... I not don't the know much don't about know.
0: the guy at all. Like, I didn't, I've didn't. i never even watched him fight at all.
1: It's like, even with Rachel Ostovich recently, she had the whole situation. Like, all right, let's talk about that. If you go into a situation like that, even for guys, like, people think that guys don't get beat up. But, like, Rachel Ostevich, even Andrew Lee, who won the fight, it's kind of risky to go into a fight when you have all that yeah. going on in your life. Yeah, what do you, think? Need,
0: you need your head there when you're in a fight, man. You need you need to be mentally prepared to be, you know, get into a, the fight. And But if that's a distraction, then, you know. Should it be the UFC's job to be like, no, we don't want you to do this, like take care of yourself yes,
2: for yes, a little bit. Yes. You know
0: what I mean? If that if you're asking that, yeah. Or yeah. does it help? Yes, or maybe, and yeah. yes
2: and no. I mean it's on them. Does it does it do you think that do more like when you're going through something like that? I mean, yeah, it can. I mean it depends on you as an individual. I mean, you know, some people are just mentally strong as shit and, you know, nothing phases them.
1: Well, like, I can understand, like, you go through a situation like that, you want to go in the gym, you want to kind of get your mind off of it and have something to work towards, but then you get a loss, and then you're torn to pieces, you know what I mean? That's what I worry about. you just don't
2: want something to blame, you know? But, uh, I mean, no matter what's going through my life, I mean... Nothing's ever gonna go perfect. I mean, it's like when you show up to work. To me, you know, when I'm going to fight, it's like showing up to work. Not yeah. every day is gonna be a great day. Yeah, you got hard days at work. You got yeah. easy days at work. Bad yeah. days. I gotta deal with a shit ton of stress at work, you know. So it is what it is. You Just learn how to manage it, and you just man up, and you get it done. Yeah. I mean, don't be a pussy. Yeah.
1: It's so hard, like seeing when when girls are going through a hard time. At least for guys. So I gotta ask you guys moving forward. Ben Askren
2: coming yeah. to the US. Oh, I
1: can't
0: fucking wait.
1: What can your can't thoughts?
2: Wait.
0: Um, we got I, we got good wrestlers in our gym, so we're big on we're big on the. what he's going against guys. Robbie Lawler.
2: Like, how, how does this fight go? Uh, honestly, I Robbie could catch him. I, sh- catch I him. could see see both ways. Anybody. I could see Robbie catching him, but I could also see as soon as he closes that distance, and starts striking. Uh, ben Askren getting a, a, a clinch, you know, maybe a 50-50 clinch, getting some underhooks, and then just taking Robbie down, and then that's it. There, yeah. There's the As, a, as right a fan, there.
0: this might be the first time I'm like. Not on. I'm on Robbie's side, but like not on his side. You know what I mean? Because I want to see Ben win. I, I love Robbie.
2: It's hard. It's, it's hard. to pick. To I, I love them both. I love them both. I don't want to see either one lose.
1: For people out there that aren't familiar with Ben Askren, you guys did you guys follow his career like early on? He was in college with Woodley. I've yeah, heard. that that was yep. somebody
2: that uh, Andrew was always modeling his uh, like a lot of really? his takedowns after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was he's so dominant and just. Taking guys that are just you know freaks and just yeah. destroying them. just like ben, I think Andrew, Andrew's seen
0: Woodley fight amateur or something like you know Andrew's been, seen. I think he said uh, yeah, I think or maybe said, it's one of his first pro fights and he saw him. And Andrew's like that's going to be the guy in the UFC who's going to be beating everybody up. Well, like what makes Ben Askren special? Like what is it about
1: his skills? Like. What really shines to you guys? His confidence and His, his he, funk style.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the funk you've been asking. Yeah, he's confident he's in what he's got He's so he good at the clinch. I, I don't think he's given enough credit in the clinch. You know? Um, his clinch game is, is scary. But is it risky? Like, to go in there against Robbie Waller, like... Is he's fought some other really good strikers, too. I mean, a lot of people forget. I mean, he fought that crazy Muay Thai fighter. What, what, what the hell's his name? Um, Lima? I don't know. He, he fought. fought He fought that guy and took him down and beat the crap out of Yeah, off. yeah. He's, he, ben so, Askren's just 10 steps. I'm trying steps. to get him
1: on the show. He's yeah, 10 actually, steps ahead of everyone. He's, he's top-notch, too. He's just 10 steps so, ahead I mean, of you. He's
2: fought really good strikers. Probably guys that are even better than Robbie Lawler. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, people are it just just because they're not in the UFC doesn't mean that, you know... That's where people get crazy, yeah. right? I mean, he fought guys that probably could have been in the UFC or should have been in the UFC but just weren't marketable. Not all the best talent is... In the UFC. And we, we've seen yeah. this. We've seen guys go
1: from the UFC to Bellator and have one uh, Ben Henderson, Roy Nelson. Like, these guys are having a tough time over, over at Bellator. Yeah. And they thought, oh, I'm going to make the transition and it's going to be easier for me. Yeah. Not the case.
2: Yeah, it, well, yeah, it not depends the case. on the divisions. Like, if you see heavyweight, it's like, all right, the heavyweight divisions, I think, like, right now, it's kind of going through, like, a weird transition. There's not that many people. What, heavyweight, you said? Yeah, heavyweight.
1: Well, we just saw... Uh, what's yeah, but it's it? all the old-timers. Ryan Bader beat Fedor Emelianenko. And yeah, uh, Frank Muir was in there. Yeah.
2: Matt McTreele was in there. Yep. Uh, there's no, like... What I'm saying is, like, there's no new flesh, fresh blood coming
1: Yeah. Out, well, that's you know I mean? why I like what's going on in the UFC right. with the heavyweights. you got Francis Ngannou. Yeah, there's newer Curtis people. Curtis Blades. Yeah. Derek Lewis. Ty Tula Vassa. I mean, come uh, on. Oh, yeah. There's I'm a big fan of the New Zealand, new Zealand yeah. guys.
2: I think Bellator is definitely going to get some... Fresh blood in there for their their heavyweight division. What do you what do you think what do you guys think about that? Because Bellator is
1: really blooming recently. So if you got you know when you guys get further down in your career and it came to the crossroads of the UFC or Bellator, do you think Bellator's making its way up to the point where they're almost neck Obviously, UFC is going to be the elite. Um, but do you think Bellator has <laughs> a shot to kind of get right there, yeah. right in the pocket?
2: Yeah. I would say it still needs some more work. A couple more years? Yeah, I mean, it's got to market itself better, um, a little bit better, uh, definitely, with the pay-per-views, because sometimes, like, you don't even know that there's a Bellator pay-per-view happening. Yeah, you know that's I mean? true. So it's like, you're kind of like, uh, is this live on TV, or is it a That's a know, frustrating pay-per-view. thing, because UFC just moved to ESPN, right? Yeah. Yeah. They need to get a Fox deal. If Bellator gets a Fox Sports deal, then they're going to- People will take them uh, more serious. Exa- yeah, absolutely
1: absolutely it's so weird though because to be an mma fan you have to have uh flow combat you have to have the zone for bellator you have yeah. to have espn plus fight pass if you want to watch uh our boy ces boxing first boxing yep. ever to be on uh, on play pass yeah. but it's so much than seven dollars for a pay-per-view it's yeah. so much to be an mma fan yeah like you gotta you, that needs to be figured out the whole model like does the pay-per-view model still work this day and age you think I don't think so. I think it's well.
2: I mean, it still works right now, but it's at that weird transition period as technology gets better. Less and less people are buying pay-per-views because they're able to live stream it. Um,
1: Honestly, when's the last time you guys
2: bought a pay-per-view? Oh God. A while, right? Jesus, I think it was McGregor Diaz. Yeah, it's been a while. You've seen the two o two. Yeah, that was. I think the second time, or no, it wasn't even the second time they fought. It was the first time they fought. Do you guys go, like, as a team to watch big pay-per-view fights? Did yeah, you guys so, recently do that at, like, yeah, uh, Eli's on the Hill or something? Yeah, sometimes we yeah, go get, to, we'll uh, get together. like, Buffalo Wild Wing yeah. or Eli's or something. What's
1: that like, like, going out as a team and enjoying that, like... Oh, it's kind of fun. I mean, it's like, if anybody messes with us, they're gonna get fucked up. Oh,
2: man. <laughs> that,
1: that's the thing, man. I went to New York uh, for my cousin's wedding, and afterwards, it was like, in the morning, I met my little sister and her friend at this bar, and this kid started all this drama, and he he started uh, mouthing off and going, Oh, I'm a golden glove boxer. Shut up, bro. No, you're not a golden glove boxer. <laughs> like you a golden glove boxer yeah. probably wouldn't say that you're yeah, you a golden glove,
0: you know yeah, what I, I mean? Don't say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plus, you know, saying Specific that you're a golden, golden
2: glove, glove boxer for the most part. I, I I mean it it depends on how you got it. You know what I mean? So like I've seen some tournaments where you show up and you fight one person. You know what I mean? And then it's like the, the other guy it. got second, you got first, but you were the only two in the division. And then I see other guys that fought a ton of people. In so it's like, all right, that guy's a Golden Glove boxer, but this guy just showed up at the right time and only had to fight one person.
1: Well, What is a Golden Glove boxer for those for those people out there that aren't familiar
0: with? Uh, what what does that mean? It's, it's a, a tournament. tournament in New England. They got Western. They got a uh, Massachusetts. Yeah, they yeah, got, got a, like a Western New England Golden Gloves, and then they got the other one. And, you know, I think they you got to do – you know it depends where you live so if yeah. you li- you know then you do the western and then you do the other one and then combine it and that's how the tournament gets brought back together well like the for fighters, like I was saying, if you
1: were a golden glove boxer, I doubt you would say that. Or even try to be confrontational. Like the Matt Sarah incident. No. He held the guy down. I was like, oh, I'm gonna... Matt was like, yeah, we know, we know, dude.
0: And just held him down. We saw yeah. it with, uh, recently. Uh, Ryan Hall did something like that, right? Didn't Ryan Hall hold some guy down and in a pizza restaurant. I, and then yeah, there was, was, was a girl
1: relevant. that recently, like two weeks ago. Uh, put a guy in a chokehold for 20 minutes waiting for the cops.
2: Oh, yeah, she beat the shit out of him. And that's the thing. <laughs> that's that the crazy? thing. Yeah. Like,
0: if you're in a street fight, like, I'm not in a boxing fight right now. I'm not trying to box somebody in the street, man. I'm grabbing you and I'm throwing you to the ground, man. That's it. And that's you the know? thing.
1: Like, since you guys trained that, are you a little more hesitant about acting in public? Yeah. right? Uh, yeah. I'll or depending on the I'll situation. Of it depends on the situation. <laughs> if you're at gunpoint, it's a little different. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's why I always but, carry. <laughs> a bar fight or something like that, like, just kind of back away from it. Because you guys pretty much are lethal weapons in a way.
2: Yeah, I mean, we try to avoid fights, but... Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you really try to throw down, then, you know, put up or shut up.
0: Yeah, that's what you know,
1: but... Another we- topic I really want to talk to you guys about... Is the picogram testing? Uh, do you think USAID you is getting a little bit too strict when it's that little of of an amount, or is or, or is it still unfair? Is it still unfair that that's in his system even though it's probably so old? Or what did you guys take on this whole situation? Um, hmm.
0: What's this about the like, the John Jones
2: thing? Yeah,
1: the John Jones picogram, which is basically a grain of salt cut up into five hundred million pieces. And
2: I mean, I could see oh, why wow, they're doing they... it, but. I mean, is
1: I, that too strict to get flagged for that, lose for two years, or is it the right thing?
2: You know, to some extent, I think it's you know it is the right thing because it's like uh, clearly you were doing something that you shouldn't have been doing. Yeah. I mean, clearly. I mean, there's no way to argue that. Yeah. It's just that you got caught the a small amount in your system, so it means you did it a while back. So you're still doing something that you shouldn't have.
1: Well, that like to uproot an entire card from. Las Vegas. Prostitution's legal in Las Vegas, but you can't have a picogram in your system, apparently. Oh, yeah. But you can't in like, California. They, they wouldn't the do... Thing.
2: You know, unfortunately, you know, that's the John Jones privilege. They yeah, wouldn't right? do that for anybody else except John Jones. Yeah. Well, imagine... And I love John Jones. I don't think he needs steroids or anything like that. He's still going to be, like, the greatest fighter man. ever. He's Longer freak. than everyone. Yeah. Taller. And... Wouldn't that affect
1: you as a fighter, though? Like, if you go somewhere, you're getting ready for a fight, and you have to get uprooted...
2: Wouldn't that affect your your mental? Yeah, it could, right? It could. Would it? I don't Depends think it matters. It, yeah. I mean, frankly, I'm like in the mindset where nothing matters. It just I don't know. I'm just going out there and doing my thing. Yeah. You're Just
0: on idle, just waiting to get you in there. Yeah, yeah. You wanna you wanna nothing make peace of mind. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? If you train your ass off and you made the shouldn't weight easily matter. and yeah, no, yeah, that shouldn't matter. You're I've like, had days where I'm want. stressed.
2: The sh- you know I'm stressed the freaking max from work, life, and everything. I go in the gym too. and yeah. I put a beating on somebody. You know, and then other days where I'm stressed and I do terrible. You know, it all depends on you. You know, yeah. right? how
1: irritable do fighters really get when they're going through the weight cutting? Like, you guys get irritable?
2: Yeah. Yeah, because you're hungry. You know, like, like your head hurts. You know, you're a little towards hydrated. the end of, you know towards yeah. the end of the week. You know, you 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 want to you want to get in that gym and you want to train and you want to go,
0: man. You don't. You know what I mean? But it, you don't know, understand. Sometimes you know guys get around. They have fun. <clears throat> and sometimes you don't. Yeah. Sometimes you don't. You're not. You want to have fun, and that's what makes it. That's what makes your career long. You're yeah. having fun a lot, but I have fun with the weight cut now.
2: Yeah, you well, don't, yeah. You how don't frustrating
1: want it. is it when your opponent comes in? Like you put all this, all this time and effort. You're going through the weight cut. Finally, you make it to the weigh-ins, and your opponent either doesn't show or misses weight by by a ton. How frustrating is that, man? That's you, probably. We saw it with Mitch Raposo, yeah, uh recently. My
2: first amateur oh, fight. Oh yeah, so you guys don't show um, up to fight that dude. I think mm. my opponent. Like, was nine pounds over? Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah remember that? Like you didn't even, yeah, my first amateur fight, yeah. You felt disrespected? Yeah, it was just kind of like, like we weren't even cutting a lot of weight. It was like 145. It was like, you know, I was like, D- what'd you do? Eat a pizza? Like <laughs> You know, like, I mean, come on. Uh, that was a long you know, time had, ago. You were... it was like nine weeks to get ready for that. I was like, you had nine That's... weeks and you couldn't That's... lose that much weight.
1: People there don't understand, You're, yeah. uh, day after day. Morning to night, focusing on this fight, the money
2: that goes into it yeah, as gotta well. Have, that You got to yeah,
0: discipline. You know yep. what
2: I mean? Like, it's so disrespectful when when. when well, to that me, happens. it just shows that you have no respect and also you're mentally weak. Like, honestly, for a fighter not to show up, that has to be the
1: biggest slap in the face. Mr. Posso, he was like, I was like, man, that's got to be like having blue balls. Like, you're so ready for the <laughs> fight, and then you're ready to you know perform, <laughs> and then it doesn't happen. Yeah, so they're yeah.
0: just you're so anxious. That's 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 got to be so frustrating. you're yeah. mentally strong, you got to say, all right, if this happens, like, let's. Wh- when's the next card? Didn't that happen when's to the William next Knight? Fight?
2: Like his opponent didn't show up or something.
0: William Knight. Oh yeah, Reese. Uh, yeah,
1: I love that let's guy. He, he's he's making yeah. a big name for himself. That happened at Mohegan like last
0: year to him, I think. Too. Yeah, he
2: like showed up in and... Oh was to yeah. show up the day of the weigh-ins, and then he started, started, like, couldn't make scene.
0: it. Yeah, he started a scene at the or weigh-ins, so, and then like, he didn't like, show up to the They fight. said, we're not yeah.
1: accepting them. We're not doing this.
2: Yeah.
1: I remember them making, what, what's the guy who owns it, uh, the bald head, big name? Kip. Uh, Kip. Kip. Okay. Yeah, Kip Collar. Kip. He was like, uh, it, it's just not acceptable. And he he like didn't allow the guy to fight. I felt so bad, because my dad's a big fan of William Knight. So, like, we basically... And I think Jesse was fighting that night, yeah,
2: too.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, it, it just sucks when shit like that happens. Yeah, it's just very disrespectful.
2: It's just... um, you're, you're not a professional at all. And I think you should have that on your record where you shouldn't be able to fight again.
1: Yeah, do you think, like, yeah. if, if that happens, like, twice? Or even, like, missing weight. Especially, like, UFC. If you miss weight two times and you miss it the third time, they should force you to move up a weight or you something. Gotta like, yeah, get punished. yeah, I think you I, should I would, be I would say, yeah. I mean,
2: well, it depends on... You know, can you physically make the weight, or are you just missing it because you're lazy? It depends on what it is. Um, there's some guys that miss weight. Like I, I think uh, Yoel Rene, um, Romero. Yeah, Romero. <laughs> he's got. He might have to move up to uh, 205. I mean, that guy. He's missed weight like what three times already. Yeah. But he's, he's a, like he's a monster. fucking lean. He he has to be at least 210 when he walks in there. I mean, he's a big dude. <laughs>
1: And you know what? There's so many people like the Israel Al-Sanya versus Anderson Silva. Uh, I got two more things I want to talk to you guys about. We were just talking about Kane at the beginning of the podcast, and we recently saw Anderson Silva return. We recently saw Jose Aldo return. People wrote Jose Aldo off as soon as he lost to Conor McGregor. He caught his back. He beats Frankie Edgar. A- and it's only the fans that are writing these guys off. You know what yes. I mean? Like
2: yeah. They forgot who they were. Yeah. You know, I mean, these guys are, you know, legends. You know, he was undefeated for, what was it, like almost 10 years? 10 years, only featherweight camp. Yeah. UFC ever had? He, and he got caught by, you know, one of the pound-for-pound pound greatest fighters to, to walk this earth, Conor so McGregor. So quick, too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you actually did that fight again, I mean, who the hell knows what would happen. Yep. I mean, I think Conor would definitely be beating him in the striking. But, you know, maybe Jose takes him to the ground and beats him that way. You know, you never know if there's a rematch.
1: It's so nice to see. And I, I was talking with James about this. It's, it's nice to see Aldo have that... Eye the Tiger again. Yeah. like he, he was performing like the WEC days recently when he got that TKO. Anderson Silva, here's what I want to talk to you guys about and get your take. It feels like something's missing in his fights. Like he doesn't have that drive anymore. And he said it in interviews. He's like, this is more fun to me now. Yeah, and that's it seems what like he, he
2: doesn't care about the win. He just, he, like he's going out there. He's just having fun. And it just doesn't seem like he's going in there for the finish. He's a fighter, you know, man. He, he was fight. like in the Matrix. You know what I mean? Like that guy just... I've
1: never seen anyone. He still got the head movement. Yeah. He still, you know what I mean. He
2: still looked pretty good. I felt like he could actually beat him if he actually yeah. showed up to to fully fight. You know, it seemed like he wanted to have a sparring match rather than. That's uh, what a lot of people were saying. It seemed yeah. like they're what two more rounds. You think he could have beat Israel Asanya? I think so. I mean, well, who knows? But, yeah. Because um, you know he's older, but I think if he actually wanted to, I think he could actually beat him. But I think. I think he was trying to give him as a gift, like like here, you know, face. Like to a master and student, You're yeah, ready to like, move on. You're ready you know what, what I mean? Yeah, like, that's, what's that's what. what I got out of. of it.
1: I don't know if you did, but that's what I got out of it. it I, I, yeah. I mentioned that exactly on uh, the, the day after on the recap show, and it makes me so sad because I'm I always find myself at the edge of my seat just. Because you know he can do more. It's yeah, like he's yeah. holding back, not
2: pulling the trigger. Even his grappling, like he could have easily taken him. I mean, he's taken down like why? Why really didn't? Good guys. Why didn't he go for a takedown? Like I don't know. I mean, I I think uh, Anderson could have taken easily taken him down, tripped him or something. Hell, he could even jump guard and then submitted him. I mean, he submitted some pretty good guys. I mean, he submitted Dan Henderson. I mean, Sonnen,
1: the Chelsea Sutton thing which yeah, is pretty controversial, but
2: yeah, but still, that was an, an amazing fight. It
1: just seems like after the the loss that he had versus Chris Weidman. Well, here's the other thing. People wrote him off, but yeah, after the Weidman fight, he went in there, he beat Diaz, which ended up being a, a no contest because of whatever yeah, happened was, afterwards. Yeah. Then after that, he fights DC on like 24 hours notice at UFC 200. And he, he actually did good. He, he almost knocked him out. With that, with that
2: leg kick to the stomach, Get yeah, DC turned over? Yeah. yeah. Like people just rate these guys off way too soon. Yeah, they don't understand like how deadly these guys are. No matter how old they are, I mean, this is still the top of the top. Yeah. competition. I mean, you these know are I mean? like the best guys in the entire world. Anderson is by far w- always going to be in top five best middleweights of.
0: Yeah, of, of, I in think the entire Anderson world. Will get another win before he's done. Yeah,
2: I want to see him fight somebody, somebody you know decent and. Wideman. One last win. What about like Wideman rematch? rematch? Yeah, that'd be. Legend nice.
1: fights with Anderson Silva where.
2: People say five years too late for the GSP
1: thing, but there's fights that like people would like to see, and, and hopefully it won't turn out to be another
2: uh, Chuck Liddell versus Tito Ortiz. I don't think they're at that stage yet. But I would, I would like to see um, if GSP is willing to go up, uh, you know, back up to middleweight and have him fight Anderson. That'd be really interesting. I think uh, you know Anderson would definitely have. You was know... even
1: take Conor McGregor, Anderson Silva versus Conor McGregor.
2: I... I think Anderson Silva might win
1: that one. <laughs> I would prefer for Anderson to win that one. Too.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, 170. No, and that Anderson might be something that makes him actually. There's no right? way. Fighting Connor is like a belt of its own, right? Yeah. That doesn't yeah. mean you the An- Anderson Silva, Connor McGovern, it'll never happen. Even, if, it, even if they're either. able to fight for 100 years, it would never happen. They'll train together, and that'll be yeah. that'll be more. That'd It'd be, be like speckle. an exhibition boxing match. Well, so now what does Israel do moving forward?
1: I don't think that was enough for him to be granted a title match no. against you know either Kelvin Gastelum or Robert Whitaker.
0: If those guys even even
1: well, Whitaker's out for like a year now.
0: He should yeah, fight Gastelum for the uh, the actual next title, real, title man, shot. Do you
2: think Whitaker should be stripped and they have no it for no, no? I mean, he just got hurt. I mean, why why strip him? I mean, he just got hurt. I mean, he showed up, made weight. It just happened that he had a hernia. That, I don't... Th- I think so it's, it's more that. of
0: like... He has just... He doesn't get hurt. He has, like, issues. Like, This happened to him before last year, Something too, happened with he had like, a staph infection. And yeah. Something with, like, a, a stomach ulcer. And then now a... a hernia. Now hernia...
2: And, you know, like... I mean, it's one thing if you're are, out for, like, let's say... Those are like, twisting your ankle injuries. Yeah, I would say, like, basically a good example is uh, Dominic Cruz. Yeah. You know, when they stripped him. That's a good example. I think that was about two years. I think he was even kind of ridiculous when they stripped Connor of his uh, that, featherweight title. Oh, my God, title yeah. Because, I mean, that was only, what, nine months or not even a year yet when they stripped him. It was like, all right, at least give him, like, another six months to give him a chance to defend it.
1: Well, last year we saw so many people get stripped. Uh... Kobe Covington with the interim title, Tony Ferguson, Nico Montano got stripped, Conor yeah. McGregor got stripped. Like, all, all
2: the... Like, yeah, it was like, why? It's like, why do that? Because you always have to have some type of shiny thing?
1: Yeah, to, to sell the fight Yeah, on, uh,
2: It's like, you know what's gonna sell the fight? Them fighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not for, oh, yeah, let's have this imaginary thing over their head.
1: <laughs> last question to you guys. You see a lot of people that are begging these fighters to create some kind of a story, right? Uh, some kind of a beef. Then James Vick, for example, in the Justin Gaethje fight, he, he did that. He was, he was trying to build it, promote it. Then he gets knocked out, and all the fans are like, "Oh, you suck!" That's what you get. That's
2: humble pie. But it's like you guys were telling me to do this. Like that wasn't real. You know. You know. It's funny that you bring it up because um, was it a couple years ago? I actually got to talk to MVP, um, Michael Venom Page, and he he's actually a really cool guy. Yeah. He's so classy. He's actually a <laughs> so really nice say, he's dude. really good classy dude. But. You know, in order to sell the fight, he says, you know, you got to have fun with it. you got to sell the fight. You want to make money in this game? Character. You have to have a character. My character is the cocky guy. He goes, and then these fans, like, believe it. He goes, but if you knew me, you know, in my real life, it's like, I'm actually a really humble dude. I'm really nice. Well, that's what the sport's turning into. Yeah, but the, you have to. Yeah. You have to. I mean, I mean that's how you're going to sell tickets.
1: In the era of social media as well, it's like, when, when, when somebody goes to a fight, it's like, what is it about you? You're going to see, you know, 20 guys go out there, or girls. What is it about you that's going to stick out? But, like, the fans love to use it against you. Like, yeah. I, I think that's the... Yeah, you're either going to be with the, the hero game, right? or you're going to be the heel. The heel. Yeah. Well, like, Kobe Covington, what do you guys think about him? Does he Is he taking it too far with some of the things that he says? He sells I the fights good, funny. but he doesn't
0: get fights. Yeah.
1: Well, it's, uh, it's annoying because he, he's another one that got stripped of the interim title.
0: Yeah, why? I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know like why. How, how. How do you get stripped of an interim title, which... You hear the rumors really where think. they say... Oh well he was gonna he said no to fighting me. He had the chance and he said no. Yeah. Like Woodley was well, the
1: month's difference. Yeah. Woodley wanted to fight this time and he was like, No, I won't be ready then. I just fought. Give me one more month and then I'll be ready. they're like, Nope, we're taking the belt back. Yeah. But they ridiculous. still went to the White House to, to see Donald Trump. Yeah. Even <laughs> though he was which is, which is kinda of crazy. Yeah. Right, I so, want to see that fight with Tyrone. Ty, he sold the fight, man. Yeah. That was the fight to make. The UFC's yeah. crazy. I, uh, Woodley's going to be facing Uzman. Uh, this is my last question. That's How do you see fight. that fight going? Tyrone Woodley.
0: All Woodley? All yeah, Woodley. Yeah, yeah that's a. That, I think Woodley, but that's a good fight. Yeah,
2: it's Both a good guys. fight, but I see it ending in like round three. Yeah, well, Uzman's such a great wrestler, right? Yeah. But he's, so is Woodley? He's, yeah, he's a grinder. Usman's yeah, a grinder. but I think Woodley. it's. Uh, I think Woodley's going to be able to out wrestle him.
1: <laughs> see, they should have had. Kobe Covington versus Woodley, and then Ben Askren versus, uh Usman. I think that, that would have be been good,
0: right? Although,
2: it's almost like... Um, ben Askren sells the... It, it might Post- actually... Marty!
0: He was calling him Marty yeah, at the yeah. press. He sells, he sells the fight okay. against Usman. He's not even but fighting him. But you have them. two yeah. wrestlers
2: go up against each other, it might cancel out the wrestling, and then it becomes a striking fight. When and I really... think Woodley
0: would win
1: that, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. So... Definitely. That's where I think Woodley's going to win. That's why I see him finishing him in round three. All right, so let's end on this note. What can people expect from both of you guys or people at the camp? Like, does Yuri have a fight coming up? Uh, I don't think yet he has one. Um, I, I think he's getting ready for one maybe like May or April or something, but um, uh, but I don't think anything's confirmed yet.
1: And for your fight,
2: like, where can people get tickets if they're over here on the East Coast? Uh, they can message me on Instagram or my Facebook.
1: What's um, your Instagram?
2: At Harris and I'll have all those links down below here,
1: guys.
0: What's the exact date of the fight? Uh March sixteenth. we got a couple guys fighting too. I think two or three right? Well AJ three? had to pull out and... Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. We got another guy, uh, Chara fighting yeah, from Chara. our gym. Is he's new? Yeah, he's, he's new, new but yeah, he's but, like he's
2: one of my number one training partners. <laughs> me, too. Yeah. me too. Me too. Me yeah. too, man. He's gonna be the tough toughest dude. rounds and we ask him I wanna fight, you don't
0: wanna fight? Yeah. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And then all of a sudden yeah. We convinced him. He's like yeah. one of those really? freaks that's going to come out and you're going to be like, oh, wow. Wow. So he was a guy that came to the gyms, kind of wanted to
1: lose weight or whatever, just learn. And then he, he wasn't really planning to came fight for him. the fun of it. Yeah, he likes he's to been training. He was a perp. He's,
0: yeah. he's a good jiu-jitsu guy, you know what I'm saying? But he,
1: he never fought. No, never. And Not at least for MMA. Did he uh, do yeah. Naga or anything like yeah. that?
0: He's done. A, a couple of he's got, he's got a little yeah. high school wrestling background, and you know he's, he's just good. He I mean he's good at what he's he does. Tough.
2: He, he loves tough. martial arts. He d- he's a good striker. Really yeah. tough.
1: How do you convince somebody to do that? Like, where you guys like, dude, you're good. Like, go show people. That, You've been saying it. How, yeah, how, yeah. how do you guys? You just gotta just keep like talking
2: that. to him. Just yeah. Like, just like on, that. Man, You gotta do it. What's I'm, his name? Chira. Chira. Is he on Instagram? uh <laughs> no he actually has no we, social media we stole his, we stole now his, we, we, him. we, stole we his had a phone me.
0: one night and made a facebook phone while he was Yeah. out oh,
2: we should have done that oh my
0: god that'd be great grinder but there's like no picture yeah. Him. yeah now you gotta convince him to get
1: a social media account that's so funny yeah. uh what about marissa has marissa been in the gym at all i know that she's yeah, no, got
2: things going on um, right now obviously she's, yeah she came right back in the gym and you know, she's, she's always busting her ass. She's yeah. always working hard. She's probably one of the toughest I human agree, beings man. on Earth. I really agree.
1: Yeah. She's uh,
0: she's definitely something special. Yeah, God yeah. bless.
1: And and what about you? What what do you got going on? Are we are we gonna see you fight? this yeah. year uh, maybe the summer? I'm, I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna try and plan something for the summer. But hopefully, I mean, like I said, man, hopefully I could get some like grappling tournaments in and maybe a couple boxing fights before I. But right now, I, you just want to focus on you. But it's right? all—it's all fast for me. You know what I mean? Like if I'm doing a grappling fight or a boxing fight, it's—it's it's gonna be a month out before I fight MMA. So I'll get it all together. And,
1: and something I like about you and, and your social media, account, not only like the food thing, which guys make sure to go follow him, and I'll have all the links down below. But the scriptures that you have, like the the, the lines that you have for for each photo and stuff like that, I think that's so inspiring. Like
0: I'm trying to—I'm like trying to bring people up and make sure they understand, like you know. This is what happens when you fight, and you know, like, just chasing your dreams, man, turn does turn you into a savage with everything, man, with whatever you want to do. Yeah. But I I try and bring people up, man. I tell them, like, you know, you want to do this, you got to do the right things, man, in and out the gym. And that's not that you know, you learn more
1: in a gym than you would ever in school or anything like that, which is why you know, if you guys (laughs) are out there, you guys can, and if you're over here, they can go to the gym, right? Uh, Ultimate MMA Yeah Come by Try
0: a free class And
1: and you do the free classes Give us a call (laughs) right, guys So that is it For episode number 200 Really quick uh, Where can they find you On Instagram Um,
0: My name is uh, Harrison Adamo Blessed You can just probably Type in my full name Harrison Adamo, one word, and it'll probably pop right up, and I'll have both those links down below here,
1: guys. That's it for episode number two hundred. Hope that you guys enjoyed. Subscribe down below here on YouTube, YouTube.com/slashcrewevolme. If you listen on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, we get a couple thousand of you guys tuning in every week, and I really appreciate that. I've been seeing all the fan questions. These guys got to go to the gym. So that does it for us here. I'm evil Harrison Aguilera. Harrison Adamo. It's in it, so confusing. All right, guys, <laughs> enjoy.
2: When it comes to the end, behave yourselves.